Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It is indeed, and you can get us on the text line this morning, 0437 555. You might have a question for our next guest who's joined us in the studio. It's the Triple Premiership Can't cat, Stevie it. Johnson. How are you, Stevie? Good to see you, mate. Good morning, boys. Good to be here. Firing on all cylinders this morning? <laughs> yes, always. I love coming down to Tassie. Who got hold of you last night? Uh, a couple of locals, oh. again. I reckon I come down here in about 2009, just before... Uh, we played in a premiership against St Kilda. Yeah. Two weeks prior to the prelim, I had a hip operation Surgery, with the local you? surgeon here, <laughs> yes. Michael Pritchard. Yeah, right. did my I walked well. into a pub up up the road. Customs house. Customs house. Yeah. And uh, the, the Tassie cricket team walked <laughs> yeah. in and you were one of them. And you've always got a hold of me. And they, they said, uh, you're supposed to be fasting. And I said, oh, I haven't had anything to eat for the last yeah. 20, 24 hours. But that. I did uh, have a big night with the cricket boys. So this so. is in season, is it? As, as you're getting ready for the finals. Yeah, so two weeks out uh, before a prelim final. I got up for the prelim final two weeks later so the surgeon Michael Pritchard is a genius yep. yeah. and, and the boys looked after me yeah Michael Pritchard did my hips <laughs> as well how would Bomber Thompson have handled that if he'd known at the time now, he knew what I was up to as long as you performed on the okay. ground and done everything you needed to do he would be quite happy Very gotta good. give a bit of autonomy Brent which, <laughs> yeah, so what? Brent's the leader of this show and he's a bit <laughs> controlling he's one, if he was a coach that's what he's like he needs to be across every, don't do this don't do that oh yeah right. Hey. what are you in town for Stevie tell us about it all uh, in town for the NECA electrical uh, gig down, um, where are we today? At the Hotel Grand Chancellor. The Grand Chancellor. How so many people we, we go there? last night. It was beautiful. Um, there's 250 people. It's going to be a great day. I come down here last year for the same gig at, uh, with Matthew Richardson, local fella. The good thing about that was I didn't have to say a word because Richard <laughs> spoke about himself the whole time. But... Um, no, it was brilliant. It was, a, it was an awesome day, and I got invited to come back again this year, which um, I didn't turn now because I had a great day with the uh, the locals. Are yeah. you um, we've sacked Richo though? Yeah, sacked Richo. <laughs> Is that a salary thing? So you've had um, to say, listen, I didn't put my hand up for any more money or anything <laughs> like that. Maybe I've done it for the love of the game, <laughs> as you would have. Yeah. But um, no, it's actually a very good day, and, and all the tradies come in and. Um, and uh, have, have a good day together, a good luncheon, and then uh, head out. Uh, Back it up. In Hobart tonight. Are Fantastic. you, uh, I don't know if you know this, Brent, there's not too many events that go by that Brent doesn't MC. so are you not doing it? No, flat, Ooh. flat. I'll talk to Ben about that later off air. We'll talk to Ben about that. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, tell us about Tassie AFL, so we're so excited about it down here. Can't wait for it. What's the feeling like on the mainland, and what are you hearing about it all, and how do you think we'll go? Uh, well, look, to be honest, I haven't heard a lot about it. Um, 
in Victoria um, for probably the last four or five months. But um, as I said, look, um, I, I stayed at the Grand Chancellor last night and I was overlooking the water and where the stadium would be situated and I thought, just, this just looks perfect for a, you know, for a spot for you know, 20, 20 to 40,000 sort of um, stadium. I know you pack out the jack jumpers every week. Um, I think it'll be great for the local economy and um, I think it'll be really exciting, but I just I, I don't actually know where it's at because it's all gone very quiet over uh, in Victoria. No one does. <laughs> no, <we can't. laughs> no one does. And when you do get told something, the next day someone tells you something different. Right. So it's, it's a political football, Brent. It is. At the moment, that isn't it? actually it? is. No, they, they, they need to get that sorted because I think it would be unbelievable for Tasmania if they could get a footy team yeah. uh, sorted um, as soon as possible. Well, you've played at a club which would be of similar size. Like Geelong's yeah. not your, you know, it's not Melbourne, it's not Sydney, mm. but it works in these kind of community more environments, I guess. Yeah, it, it? it brings people together and that's what it will do and I hope that that would be the case for Tasmania. I mean, you know, you can have your games in, in Hobart, obviously, and, and then spread some games through Launceston, but... Um, uh, Launceston, is, is that a bugbear? No, <laughs> I might no. have pronounced that. Uh, no, Rain no. Rain doesn't that's want us playing up there Oh, that is absolutely <laughs> Absolutely um, But, no, I think it'll be great. It brings people together. Um, Geelong was like a local community, a big country town, and they get, get behind their football club, and, and and the players are great for the community as well, so great role models. You, you've been at the Giants as well. What do we need to do? right compared to what they did. I know they did a lot of things right compared to Gold Coast, but is there something that sticks out for you that we need to hit the nail on the head with? Well, the first thing you you got going for you is Tasmanians love their football to begin with. So GWS, they're starting um, in a place where people don't necessarily um, know much about AFL. And and that's the only place probably in Australia that doesn't um, follow the AFL. That's in, in Greater Western Sydney where... Uh, kids grow up playing NRL, whereas Tasmania, we, we know that Tasmanians love their football, so they're, they're a step ahead in that regard. Um, it's just about getting people behind them and uh, making sure that uh, when they come, when people come here, they, they enjoy their time, which I'm sure they will. They come down to Salamanca Pier, yeah. there's restaurants, there's bars, there's, there's plenty of stuff to do here, um, so I'm sure, I'm sure it'd be great for the local economy. Hobart will thrive, no doubt about mm. that. Now, on a personal note, you, is it your first year out of the AFL sort of playing and coaching the last 12 months, and what have you been doing? Uh, yeah, so I... Um, How well, have you the, found well, the it? Giants actually uh, come in and uh, heavy-handed and just moved all the coaches along. Um, I don't necessarily think it was the coach's fault, but uh, we had about uh, 25 players to choose from at the time, and um, Leon Cameron obviously got moved on, and yeah. then... Uh, they they wanted to uh, clean the slate, so I, I went back. To, uh, I was uh, potentially going to move back to Melbourne. I got an opportunity to coach at Yarrawonga, which is only about half an hour from my hometown, Wangaratta. Yeah. So I coached there. It's a it's in the Ovens and Murray competition, which is a really strong competition. It's probably the best competition outside of the VFL. Yeah. In uh, in Victoria, we I uh, we were able to win the premiership. Um, I done a bit of stuff with uh, one of the opposition networks on, yeah, on the radio, <laughs> and um, and done some stuff with Sportsbet and on, on Ko. So, 
to be honest, my work-life balance was a, much, was a lot better and I uh, really enjoyed the year out of AFL. First yeah. time in 21 years. Yeah. The great man Stevie Johnson's our guest in the Salamanca studios here at SEN this morning. Uh, text in here, Stevie, from Kicker Collins. What are Stevie's favourite memories of the 2008 grand final against Hawthorne? <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, kicker. <laughs> no, nothing more needs to be said nah, there. Good uh, stuff, kicker. <laughs> uh, now, you're sharing the stage today with Isaac Smith. So, the name Norm, is that going to get brought up? Who's going to get called Norm today? I'd say it would. Uh, I think Isaac Smith actually uh, ended up topping me with the premiership so he can put up the four fingers, whereas <laughs> yeah. I only had one of the three, but... <laughs> Isaac Smith, I mean, if the MCG had been twice the size of what it is right now, he would have won eight Brownlows because he just lived on the boundary <laughs> line. Uh, he never went near a contest, but um, he, he fulfilled his role for Hawthorne. <laughs> we might get you to slide the mic over so we can have a chat to Ben Shaw, who is um, the state manager with Nika, who today's lunch is about. You've got a nice lineup today, Ben. You've got um, Stevie, Isaac Smith, as I mentioned, Christine Finnegan, the Jack Jumper CEO, and... Racing Minister Madeline, or not Racing Minister anymore, Minister Madeline Ogilvy. But um, big day ahead for for your organisation. Yeah, Brent, it's um, fantastic. I just want to put it on the outset. Uh, Stevie is um, coming off the bench, so uh, <laughs> you know he's uh, he, he was the star last year, but he's actually uh, he's here for his off field prowess. Is this he? Year, so, yeah, oh. just put him amongst the people. Yeah, so oh, okay. uh, he performed really well I like with the. That. Uh, he performed really well with the tradies last year and uh, they, were, they were pretty keen to get him back. Yeah. So uh, we can't put him up on the stage um, <laughs> this year, but we actually are, we are going to have a bit of a chat about the uh, AFL Stadium, obviously with yep. you know with the government and then you know, the, the jack jumpers with Christine um, and a couple of footy players. So. Who is emceeing? So um, Brent, will, Brent will know and uh, he's probably, you know... Um, you know, come before Brent is uh, Rick Fontaine. So one oh, oh yes, I did a one thing of, with Rick not yeah. long ago, actually. Yeah, so okay. he, he, very good. Well, choice. thanks for your time, Ben. He, anyway, he's, uh, he's actually a little bit. He's a little bit slicker than Brent. How would you? What have you done with him? What have you done with me? In Launceston, and he's one of those really good MCs. Mm. He doesn't make it about himself. Absolutely. Oh, and Tim. Brent, since this show in particular has oh, taken yeah. off a little bit, Tim. he's. He sometimes thinks he's the guest. Well, not the MC, I, actually, so. I actually reached out to SCN and you, you, you guys actually dogged us. So actually, I wanted Did you they? as a guest and I wanted Brent as the as the MC. And you know, there's nothing. So we, we right. just organised it ourselves. Oh, Brent, Tony. Brent prices is out of everything. I'm like Stevie. I'll come and do it for free. <laughs> yep. Stevie's actually not getting paid. So exactly. um, you know, <laughs> these people who don't they haven't got the sports background, they don't understand the team mentality. Stevie, see, sometimes you just got to get in and uh, and do things like this in the community, Brent. But yeah, thanks, Tim. I'm trying to rub off on him, but I think you made a very good choice. But uh, Rick, no, Rick's a, Rick's a fantastic MC, as you know. No, yeah, he is um, very, very good indeed. Very and everything's going well with Nika? It is, mate, yeah. Um, so we're here to uh, look after the um, the interests of electrical contractors in, in Tasmania. So, uh, um, you know, we, we put on this as a bit of an, an end-of-year Christmas party and a, a bit of a get-together for the um, Sparkies in Tassie. And, you know, we, we fill the room with 250 people. We have a bit of fun. Um, we talk, you know, it's, it's a bit of a business lunch, but, you know, cross-sports lunch. So uh, um, have a bit of fun, talk a bit of business, um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, finish off the year. Very nice. Well, we could sit and talk to you two gentlemen all day, but we've got to get to news, sport and weather. But thank you very much for, for coming in. Stevie, enjoy your time here and hope you'll be on the tiles later on in Salamanca tonight too. People want to get around you? Uh, potentially. <laughs> uh, I'll look after yourself. Don't know if you'll be on the tiles. I've just turned 40 during the year, so mm. um, slowing up a little bit these days. Very good. Thanks for coming in, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Steve Johnson and Ben Shaw joining us in the studio here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. We're off to news, sport and weather. Coming back after that to talk more rubbish. And no doubt Tim will have something on offer for all you listeners out there. <laughs>